This episode of Alive and Thriving is part one of a two-part series where I am going to take you through steps that people often miss when they are trying to turn their dreams into their reality. This is Alive and Thriving, where we tackle all things that stand in the way of holistic well-being and self-care in life and as women in business. Join me for real and raw conversations and inspiring guests who are expert in their fields as we come back to life together, overcoming stress, anxiety, nourishing our mind, body, and emotions. I am your host, Jessica Reed, alternative therapist, life and well-being coach. And if you are ready to grow, heal, and thrive together, then you are in the right place. Let's start by taking a moment to talk about your dream. Now, your dream doesn't have to be something that you only experience with your eyes closed. And I think for so many people, so many people that I have observed, trying to turn those dreams into their real life reality comes with a lot of challenges. And because those challenges happen, you know, they are often a deterrent for people to keep going, or they believe that their dream is just a dream and it's a one day I would like to, and they don't realize that in order to create that dream life, they do need to take inspired action towards that dream. And that in order to do that, we really need to start turning that dream into goals. And goals might be something, I don't know whether you're listening, if you're listening, if you set goals regularly, if you set goals in your personal life, if you set goals in your business, um, I'm not sure what your process is, but I highly recommend that you do start setting some goals because your mind needs to know where you are aiming for. And even if that dream that dream life or that dream business or that dream holiday or whatever your dream is, even if that dream seems so, so far away right now, with the goals and the inspired action that is taken towards those goals every day, with that in place, that dream is going to a bit like uh, a really big fish. I don't know if this is a good analogy, but a bit like if you're fishing and you're catching a really big fish and you're trying to reel it in. And every time you turn that reel, that fish is getting closer and closer and closer. And there might be some challenges. The fish might be struggling, but you don't stop. You don't give up. You keep going. You draw it closer and closer and closer. So what I'm going to share with you is some of my I guess my most overlooked recommendations to setting goals, but not only setting goals, but to doing it, to do it in a way that is in alignment with your values and with where you really want to be and how you want to be living and checking in with your body as well. So let's start chatting about that. And just so you know, too, I am offering a process like this at the moment as a one-on-one experience uh, throughout January. 
And this is a goal setting alignment experience where we spend 90 minutes together, making sure that our mind and our body and our energy, everything is all on the same page as our goals. And as you listen to this episode and next episode, you're going to understand a little bit more about why that is so important. So the first thing that I really want to say to you when it comes to setting new goals, actually, that's not the first thing. The first thing that I really want to say to you is that you don't have to do it right now. (laughs) It's the beginning of the year. Yes, new year is a great time to set goals, set your new year's resolutions. Um, But here's the thing, you can check in with your goals and set new goals at any time It does not have to be the beginning of the year. It does not have to be the beginning of um, a quarter or financial year. I encourage you to always be reflecting upon your goals. And if it feels right to sit down and set some new ones on some random day, then do that because you want to be setting things and doing things and taking action when it feels good for you. And if you are just setting goals at the beginning of the year, purely because it's the done thing and everyone's setting New Year's resolutions, then wait. I encourage you to just take a pause and spend some time to reflect on what's really important to you. But speaking of reflection, this is what I was going to say was first before, don't skip the reflection. Before you set any goals, before you make any changes to your action plan, don't skip the reflection because if you cannot identify where you have been and what was working and importantly, what was not working from a space of compassion, from a space of no judgment, if you can't identify these things, then you may not know that you have spent a lot of the last year or however long it's been walking on the wrong path for you. And perhaps that is actually leading you to the wrong destination. And when I say wrong, this is not a should, you know, me telling you situation. This is what's right for you. Where do you want to go? And what may have been right for you before may not necessarily still be the right path. And so is the path that you are walking taking you where you want to go? You know, is it taking you down the beautiful mountain or is it taking you into a dark, scary valley? (laughs) And just know that pivoting is okay. In fact, pivoting is actually essential. And if your pathway does not align with what it was last year, there is nothing wrong at all with making new choices and new decisions and new goals So really set intentional time for your reflection. Really, and don't don't just breeze through it. You know, this might take you even a day more if you need to pause, but really set some intentional time for your reflection. And if you don't know where to even start with your reflection, then I will link in the show notes uh, a download that you can have. It's just a journaling, well, it's, it's five journaling prompts different areas of your life for end of year reflection 
but then it's got some sub prompts underneath there to help you go deeper as well. So that's just a free download. You can grab that from the show notes um, of this podcast episode. So spend some time reflecting. Secondly, let's talk about then setting your goal. Now, it's okay if you don't know what that is yet. You might know more about what you want to experience, how you want to be feeling. And I do encourage you to use some sort of, you know, template like a SMART goal, SMART being specific, measurable, achievable, attainable, uh, realistic and time bound when you are looking at your goal because you do want it to be achievable and you do want it to be actionable. But we're not going to stop just with SMART goals. So when you do think about your goal and know that through this process of alignment, you know, the goal might change a little bit and that's okay. But start with what you think the goal is. Making sure that it's specific. So saying I want to lose weight is not specific. I want to make money is not specific. Okay, do something specific. I want to earn or I will earn X amount by this date and make sure that it is achievable. I will earn $10 million in the next three days. Is that achievable for me? Probably not. (laughs) Being realistic right now, probably not. And that's okay. And often we make our goals so big and we need those big goals we need those dreams but when we're breaking it back and it's the same with vision boards by the way if we put the big 10 million dollar dream up on the vision board then it's going to feel like our vision board is not achievable or that we're not making steps towards it but what if the first step in that was to make a hundred dollars in the next three days or the first step in that was to make ten thousand dollars by the end of your month what if that was your first step and your goal was was more focused on how to get, you know, to that first step rather than what the big picture is? And that's what we look at when we look at is the goal realistic. And when we make an action plan at the very end, which we'll talk about in part two, we will talk about those first steps and how to break it down backwards. But just checking, what is my goal? Is it realistic? And then let's just talk about the part that I know most people will skip. And this is, is your goal aligned with what your body believes and wants and what your subconscious mind believes? Now, What do I mean by this? If you set a goal to make $10,000 by the end of the month and logically you're like, okay, yep, that just means seeing X amount of people or selling X amount of things um, or, you know, saving, not spending, whatever it means for you. So logically it seems achievable. But if your subconscious emotional brain witnessed your parents struggling as you grew up or has a belief that money is hard or money is evil 
or that, you know, struggling is the way that the way of the world. Uh, you know, if you have beliefs, and I'm just using this money as an example, your goal could be about anything. But if you have these beliefs that are not on the same page, then as much as you say, I want to do this, I want to do this, and yes, you do. Logically, you do want to do this. Logically, you know it's achievable. But if subconsciously, your brain does not believe that it is safe for you to make that money, and that belief system that you've been holding on to for your whole life, or perhaps you had a business failure at some stage and you lost a lot of money and therefore, you know, money is scary. Money is not safe. Whatever your belief is around money is going to directly impact that logical outcome. And that may mean that you make that $10,000 and then you lose it straight away. It may mean that you subconsciously self-sabotage making that money. If your conscious mind and your subconscious mind are not on the same page, then you will not achieve and maintain your goal. Just that simple. So how do we check in if we're on the same page? Well, If you are working with me right now in our goal alignment session, then we would be doing some EFT tapping and some body psychotherapy and then a really wonderful hypnosis where we go through and identify the blocks in your subconscious mind and have your subconscious mind reveal the solution. So that's what we would be doing. But how can you check in if there is something going on for you that means that your logical goals and your subconscious mind are not on the same page. So I encourage you to check in with your body. Sit down, close your eyes, and check in with your body and the sensations that you are feeling when you think about having achieved your goal in the now, in the present. Notice and observe what objections come up in your mind. Notice the stories or the memories that come up for you. And then scan your body from head to toe and notice any slight discomfort because your body will tell you. If it's a quick zap of energy in your stomach, if it's a jaw tension, a muscle tension, your body will tell you. So again, I can assist you through this process because it is vitally important. Or you can sit down and if you're self-aware, then this will be easy for you. Sit down and just observe. Observe what is going on. And then journal that out afterwards. So you can start getting curious about the beliefs. Start getting curious about why you might have that feeling of fear or that feeling of discomfort in your body when your goal really seems so exciting why wouldn't I want to earn that much money oh what if I don't maintain it well what if my family think of me differently because they don't have that much money what if that means that I have to commit more time and energy to my business and I don't want to do that right now 
what if that means being successful and I'm actually scared of being successful because that means change and what does change mean to me? You see where I'm going with this? You need your logical mind that is setting your goals and your subconscious mind that is holding your emotional beliefs, your stories, all of the associations of your past, your fight or flight response, your fear, all of these things. Because subconsciously, the emotional brain will win out over the logical brain. So you need to become aware of that. Become aware of what is going on for you. And use your body as a tool to help identify it. And know that a little bit of fear in your body about something new is fine. It's good. Because fear and excitement actually come from the same place in your body. So a little bit of fear or excitement is great. You know, and but it's identifying, okay, well, is it just that little bit of fear because this is a big, a big goal for me and I'm stretching myself and I'm challenging myself? Or is this feeling in my body telling me that there's that I actually don't feel like I am congruent to this goal? Or perhaps it doesn't align with my values. Or perhaps there's a belief in there that really needs to be addressed and reprogrammed. So that is part one of how we start to turn our dreams into our reality through an aligned goal setting process. Part two will be back next week. And you know what? You've got a lot of homework to do between now and then. (laughs) Go off and do your reflection. Do your reflection. Download that free PDF. Do your reflection. And once you've done your reflection, start your goal. And don't get, like as again, make it smart, make it specific, measurable, achievable, realistic, and time-bound. But don't worry if your goal changes throughout this process as you start to identify what you really do truly want and where your subconscious mind and your logical mind are not on the same page. And once you have done this, get in touch with me on Instagram and share how you are going. Share what came up for you in your reflection. Share your goal with me. I would love to hear your goal. Ask any questions that you might have. And of course, if you are interested in the goal alignment session privately with me, then there'll be a booking link uh, down in the show notes for that as well. Uh, I highly encourage you to book in. Just let's do this together. Let's get this process. Let's identify the beliefs. Let's identify the fears and let's desensitize them and reprogram them as soon as we identify them. I also include as a part of this process, a personalized hypnosis recording that I will make for you to take away and listen to for 30 days beyond your session. And the point of that is because it takes around 30 to 90 days for our new neural pathways to form. So when we are rewiring thought patterns, when we are reprocessing beliefs, uh, first of all, I like to remove the emotional intensity, which we do via the tapping, body psychotherapy. And second of all, We need to help those new neural pathways to form and we do that through repetition. So this hypnosis is that repetition for you. So 
that is what I offer in this session of this 90 minutes together. And as I said, yeah, if you want to take it up or if you've got any questions, please just reach out to me and I look forward to sharing part two with you next week. You have been listening to Alive and Thriving by Inspired Life Collective. Did you know that you can help us to impact even more women on their well-being journey simply by subscribing to this podcast and leaving a review? If stress or anxiety, life or business has got you feeling inside like you are just busting to come back to life, then I invite you to book a discovery call with me so we can chat about how Inspired Life Collective private and online services might be able to support you through your journey. I am so, so grateful to you for being here and having me in your ears. So until the next episode, just remember that you were born to thrive.